So you brought up the idea of affordable skate rentals to the city's uh, Community Development and Recreation Committee yesterday. They voted in favor to explore the skate lending program. Why do you think new Canadians should experience ice skating? Well, you know, it's part of our Canadian identity. We we are a city of ice rinks. Uh, when we when we compare the city of Toronto to other cities, uh, we have an enormous number of ice rinks per capita. And you know what? Our, our municipal taxes pay for it. So why shouldn't everyone have access to the same? And it wasn't actually my idea. Someone came to the city with a donation of skates, and, mm-hmm. and really our city staff said, we really don't have any way of getting them out there. Um, there is one example of a skate rental program uh, run in conjunction with the city and the community out in Dufferin Grove, but we really don't have any other ones. And Nathan Phillips Square, it's a private operator. Uh, we've got a skate r- rental at, uh, in other parts of the city, but um, but they're not at our outdoor uh, public rinks. So I was just curious, what would it take? Uh, is it about having more staff at the rink? Is it about partnering with a community organization so that during some parts of the day, they staff a, uh, um, a, a, a rental library type of thing? Or do we need more of these uh, skate exchanges where people bring in their old uh, old skates and they pick up uh, someone else's old skates uh, for, for their kids? Like this is, there's a lot of ideas out there. So let's explore. When you talk about the, the offer from skates, was that uh, for skates that you had to turn down? Was that the NHL? Players Association? My understanding, it was a, a conjunction of a couple of different groups. I don't know if it was directly from the uh, the NHL uh, Players Association, uh, but I, I can understand where the concern was. The last thing we want to do is put a bunch of skates in a warehouse because we have no no ability or budget to, to make sure they're getting on people's feet. Uh, so I, I, I get it. But I don't think that answer is good enough. I think what we need to do is explore why isn't it possible and what we would need to do to make it possible. Okay, so that would mean setting up infrastructure to house these skates near a rink and actually get people staffing it, correct? And have people there accepting the skates. Maybe there likely needs to be some deposit system so people just don't walk off with them. But let's find out what those barriers are so we can start coming up with solutions. Would there be a call for donated skates, do you think, when this gets going? Uh, there might be. Uh, what you got to skates are, are, are a tricky. One of those things, right? If you give someone a pair of skates that isn't in good working order, uh, you, you probably got a lawsuit on your hands. And so this is the this is the type of thing we need to evaluate what the city's risk is, um, because this is all of our money. Uh, what the city's risk is uh, when opening up a program like this, and how do you get around it? How do you address concerns from our uh, uh, from our solicitors who have to defend us in court about some of these liability issues? Uh, wh- when do we bring in the insurance? company to talk about some of those liability issues. And then finally, what space requirements are, are, are there and necessary? What staffing requirements are necessary to pull something like this off? There's also talk of maybe um, figuring out if there you can run some skate parties, which would be a great way to get uh, new Canadians out to the, to the rink, uh, learn to skate lessons. Would you be running into the same legal problems with learn to skate lessons? Because immediately I thought, and Chris and I were talking about this off air, what a great opportunity for a bunch of guys playing hockey to stick around and volunteer to teach some kids how to skate. And uh, Chris said, hey, you always need volunteer hours in high school to graduate. This is perfect. But when you bring up legalities, are you going to be around able to get around that? Well, I think there are there are ways around these things. You just need to you need to plan for them and plan in advance rather than have uh, uh, have just a, an opportunity right in front of you. You're apt to say no unless you've had a chance to explore. Uh, what the uh, what the details are. I think that that most definitely this is the second piece to it. Having having a bunch of skates available for people isn't enough. We're not going to be able to, to get people out on the ice unless they have some confidence they're going to be able to move around the ice. And I think that that's a good 
um, uh, the, that's a good opportunity for the city to become more engaged. We do have some recreational skate programs. Um, could we could we have that that 101 that learn to skate uh, be available at, at at every rink when when these skates are available, uh, just to to, to increase uh, uptake of both programs? Um, I think these are all possibilities and and worth exploring. We just need to know what resources it'll take. What do you think is keeping new Canadians uh, away from trying the sport of skating? Is it cost? Um, I think cost is one factor, and then the issue with uh, like it's 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 tough to just jump on a bike and 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 bike down a city street. It's tough to lace up and 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 jump on the ice if you don't know what you're doing. Uh, it's it's scary. I, I'm not the strongest skater, but I'll still put them on because I've been skating since I was a little kid. Um, but I, I I totally appreciate how there there may be individuals that uh, that that aren't as confident as uh, and and uh, and willing to just put on the skates and then jump out on the ice because uh, like you see people wearing helmets and all the pads you kind of assume that there's some some danger and some possible personal harm associated with it uh, which uh, unless you have someone there to instruct you unless you have the equipment you're probably not going to go out of your way to try all right so you're going to start to uh, study creating a program like this where there's a demand where do you think the greatest demand in the city is right now well, you know what? I think you look at neighborhoods where new Canadians are settling, where you have issues uh, with with poverty, with families that that aren't able to afford the equipment, and that's where you start uh, and you grow it out from there. Okay, so w- can you give us an idea of one that you'd say, oh yeah, we need something there first? Well, we have several priority neighborhoods in the city of Toronto. Not all of them have uh, outdoor ice rinks in them. Uh, places like Regent Park, where you have a great outdoor rink, Alexander Park, you got a great outdoor rink. Uh, let's let's make sure people have access to them. Yeah, Mike, you know what? I can uh, tell the story. When I was uh, first moved downtown, my friends and I would meet up at this what seemingly abandoned rink every night in the middle of Regent Park, which I, I'm, I'm sure has now been torn down as part of the redevelopment there. But uh, we would show up there. None of the locals were on the ice, but after a couple of nights of watching us play, the kids started wandering out onto the rink and uh, and playing around with us a little bit. But you could tell they were interested in hockey and interested in what we were doing, but they had probably never even thought about strapping on a pair of skates or uh, it, it just wasn't an option for them. And it was right in their backyard. We just need to give people confidence, build them up, and I have no doubt that uh, that people will use those recreational facilities like like every other rec- recreational facility in our in our city. And we should reduce every barrier we possibly can, whether or not it's access because of the cost, or if it's access just because of an uh, of, uh, of of experience and and uh, and an understanding of uh, of how it works. We need to we need we need and can do better. You know, we talk about uh, when you're a new Canadian, especially uh, the children. Uh, you're kind of caught in between cultures. Do you think this idea? of, you know, offering them learn to skate programs and skates would help them out with uh, the issue of being caught between cultures? You know what? I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, to be honest, I just don't know. But I, I, I do know that we've got something that everyone in our city pays a little bit towards, and that's making sure we've got these uh, these, rink, uh, these rinks. And I know that there's people not accessing them because they either uh, don't know how to skate or, uh, in, in the case for my motion, they don't have access to skates. And anything we can do uh, to help in that regard, I think, is worthwhile. Uh, we just need to figure out what, what are these steps, what resources do we need, and go from there. I think a lot of us don't know where the rinks are as well. Where can we find find out um, where where our rinks are yeah. I, I, I suspect somewhere on the city of Toronto website we have a 
a, a map of them um, mm-hmm. within our parks. Uh, they're they're certainly all listed on our uh, when when you go in and look at uh, your your local parks uh, on the on the city's website. They they list the program and they also list the times that the rinks are available because they don't they're not just sitting empty. Uh, I know I, I live close to Christie Pitts and that uh, that rink is buzzing with shiny most of the day. Oh, yeah. uh, but but there are times when uh, when different age groups can go and play where people might feel more comfortable to learn it. And there's the free skates uh, that go on and uh, and our city's website has all those details. Toronto.ca. Listen, Mike, I didn't mean to blindside you with that question. I apologize. <laughs> I might be blindsiding you here, though. Um, there's been talk, rumor, that you might actually make a run for mayor. Well, you know, our, our city needs strong leadership. We, we can't continue down the path we've been continuing the last two, the last two mayors. Uh, we need we need someone that's willing to say, you know what, we need to invest in our city. Uh, but like the mayor, uh, city councillors get a vote on council, and everyone only gets one vote. Um, so whether or not I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm sitting in this council uh, the, the the council seat I'm in, um, I will uh, continue to fight for those things that the, our city needs to grow and to prosper. Um, at the same time, I should mention though the other side of that is I have a I have a newborn and a and a child and a toddler in diapers. Uh, until one of them learns to uh, uh, learns to use the potty, um, I think I'm going to need to spend a, a certain amount of time at home uh, helping them uh, helping them learn and get there. So how old's uh, the toddler? Just out I've of got curiosity, a and a and a and a two month old. Wow, so that's close to using the potty, Mister. It's pretty close. It's the, pretty close. The We're not quite there. Mayoral yet, uh, run is is you know it's 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 close to when your child would be off the potty. Well, you you need to start these things quite early, and, uh, and well, we could I, start it right now. What do you say? <laughs> um, I I wouldn't put any bets on it. All right. Okay. Well, I'll take that as a thank you. Uh, we're going to leave this at uh, at uh, good day, sir. Have yourself a great day, Mike. You I think too, it's a Kelly. great thing that you're doing. Well, thank you very much. Have All right. Day. Cheers. Bye.